0: Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM
1: 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero. I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by Oliver Style, Chairman of the Executive Board and CEO of Team Viewer. Oliver, welcome to the show. Uh,
0: Thank you. Hi. Nice to meet you.
1: I look forward to learning more about TeamViewer's Industrial Augmented Reality Solutions. But first off, congratulations on your office opening here in Singapore yesterday. While we are thrilled that you've chosen to open your office here in Singapore, what is the strategic significance of this choice?
0: Yeah, Thank you, first of all, uh, for your wishes. Uh, so it's a very important third phase for us, uh, for our endeavors in uh, in the APEC region. Uh, historically, have been uh, serving the whole region out of Adelaide in Australia, so we have a significant office there. Uh, we've grown that office uh, quite well. Then in 2018-19, uh, we wanted to get closer to our customers, so we opened offices in the other big markets, India, China, Japan, and
1: uh, I think thereby
0: we have generated very nice growth there. But uh, obviously, many of our partners for the enterprise segment, uh, distribution partners, uh, hardware partners, and software partners have their head office in Singapore. So clearly, we recognized uh, at some point in time when we go into these new solutions, it's very important to be here as well. So, decided to set up a regional uh, headquarter with a president, uh, APEC, uh, So Jung Lee, so our new president. She's part of the senior leadership team. So we make this really the hub from which uh, we then uh, manage all the other countries and all the other markets. So we will put marketing organization here, uh, business development and also um, uh, innovation.
1: I'm curious with your overall growth, which I'm sure has been quite exponential. How big of a contributor is the APEC region?
0: Yeah. So in uh, full last year, 2021, after I mean 2020 COVID, uh, as you say, more than 40% growth, so Overall, as a company, quite exponential, uh, given given all the difficulties we had. And then last year, a bit slower growth. Um, uh, APEC, as a full region, is a bit more than 10% of our billings, how we call it, uh, also revenues. uh was the fastest-growing region uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, and, uh, and, of course, obviously, with all the digitalization trends in the region, the smart manufacturing, smart, uh, smart grid, um, smart production, and so forth, we really believe it can be a driver of, uh, of faster growth going forward even. So that's why we, we are investing here strategically.
1: All right. Now, can I just say to 9.3, big fan of TeamViewer, the free software tool. Early days of COVID, you saved our lives.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Good to hear, yeah. It's a story that many people share, also our own lives, quite frankly. So we also were heavy users of our own tool uh, to work from, uh, from distant places and actually...
1: All right. But it has seen amazing growth, right, especially through the pandemic. Now there is a new focus, industrial AR for businesses that lean on logistics quite heavily, warehouses, factories, for example. How will they benefit from your industrial AR solutions?
0: Yeah, it's the next step, as you say, for us, uh, um, next phase of growth, I would say. Um, so as TeamViewer, what we do is we'd like to connect things. So, we, uh, We'd like to allow for remote working, uh, as you pointed out. And there's two things. One is enterprise connectivity to devices, machines, computers, robots, servers, you name it. Uh, but then there is also the other element of companies. Which is all the workers, uh, and especially uh, workers outside of the office, which are in today's world not very much supported uh, by IT. And uh, I think augmented reality, uh, augmented reality glasses, or also uh, tablets, wearables, are really the next, uh, the next phase of growth. This is really a way. To better support operational processes. Um, so if you think about manufacturing, logistics, servicing, uh, all processes where people walk around, work at machines, they can be better supported uh, with augmented reality. So they might have glasses, uh, they might see instructions in front of their eyes, there might be annotations like in a head up display in a car, for example. So that could be two dimensional overlays, markers, annotation but all the way to uh, the complex 3D holograms, which allows them to navigate certain objects and work on certain objects or get help from another person that is working on a twin of that object. So two people in two locations. One is in front of the machine. The other one is in front of the twin. And they interact with each other. And one is helping the other uh, to maintain or repair or configure the machine. So very interesting. All of this fully integrated into the backend systems, ERP systems, uh, so it's really a new way of innovating uh, in, in operational work processes.
1: All right. Now, that's interesting that you, you bring that up because the last two years have reinforced the need to accelerate the digital pivot for a lot of industries. Uh, it seems that you're focusing on logistics-based uh, industries right now, like warehousing, for example. How does what you are talking about with your AR solutions accelerate here and in the region, that digital pivot that we all know we have to make?
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think in in all all industries around the world and also in Asia are facing, um, I think, various challenges, economic challenges, but also uh, social challenges, right? We have a rapidly aging society in many markets. Uh, We have a global war for talent. uh, um, And also we have Therefore, often uh, a shortage of really skilled labor because processes become more complex. Uh, There is more technology involved. Uh, You need highly skilled uh, people for this, and they're not always available. So, you need to think of ways to get them to the right skill level. And of course, there's also uh, significant technology disruption uh, going on. As you say, I mean, uh, companies have to embrace it um, because there is. Uh, there is digital transformation with regards to robotics, automation. There's more and more connected devices, hybrid ways of working. And also, very importantly, uh, companies need to think much more about sustainability, uh, about their carbon footprint, uh, about the ESG posture, and also about their resilience. Uh, and I think many of the trends were around before, but COVID-19 has really uh, has acted as a catalyst. Now, everybody is very aware, and it's literally every industry facing the same challenges. Uh, and we think you can really address many of these challenges through intelligent use of of technology, not just in logistics, in manufacturing, in servicing. Uh, That's why we have broadened our solution portfolio. Uh, You've alluded to the fact that uh, TeamViewer saved your life with remote IT support, and Mm -hmm. we take that idea and say, well, TeamViewer should be able to support in all kinds of the business across the whole value chain, and that's why where our different solutions come into play and also the augmented reality solutions come into play
1: you you brought up something that's interesting there you know certain industries do have aging workforces there are probably workforce members of the workforce that aren't so technically savvy digitally savvy how easy is it going to be for them to learn your ar solutions
0: yeah that's the whole point is that we find a way to how what we call or many companies call upskilling the workforce so Mm -hmm. Think of the AR glass as really an assistant, right? You can work hands-free. You have, you have very lightweight glasses, and you have a display in front of your eyes, and this display shows step-by-step instructions on how you should per- perform a certain task. And this could be to keep you up to speed with changing processes. So for example, if you work in an assembly line and the process changes, then these process changes can be displayed to you as a worker and therefore it's much easier for you to change uh, the process. Uh, It could also be uh, used for training purposes. So for example, in fast food restaurants, how to prepare a meal. You're a completely new worker and rather than having expensive onboarding sessions, uh, you use glasses to step-by-step uh, show your new worker how to prepare a meal everything is then also of course recorded with a camera so you have a live feedback loop to see whether the meal looks like it should look like and therefore you have a closed loop training feedback certification process which can then even be uh recorded and uh and stored so to say as proof of uh of of certificate uh, and that's a very neat way of thinking. Of a worker comes in, and you onboard that worker very quickly in certain environments. So that's the whole purpose. And I think that's also why employees are excited about it. Even even workers' councils and unions uh, like it because it allows uh, to keep workers up to pace uh, and keep them in jobs rather than constantly changing uh, workers and find new uh, new people.
1: It sounds uh, very exciting because other in, in previous. Times before such things were available, you would need to send your workers for refresher courses, which would take them off, for example, the factory floor for a few days or even a few weeks.
0: Yes, that's that one element. it's a timing component, uh, absolutely. It's also the consistency, right? It's so to make sure that the training module is, uh, is supported by IT and everybody gets the same information and learns the same processes as needed, so plus the, uh, the, the kind of the feedback loop with the camera to see what, what the workers see, so to say. Uh, it's, a, it's a very neat way to at least, I would say, at least augment physical trainings, and in some industries it's really the way, it's really the way forward because it really allows you to quickly and standardize uh, rollout of, uh, of onboarding programs.
1: Okay, now AR has yet to become mainstream in terms of enterprise IT solutions. Where do you see the potential, and what is your approach to expanding TeamViewer's AR business?
0: Yeah, we basically start where, with the with the core scale of TeamViewer, which is the ability to use all different devices and all different operating systems. Which, mean, which means. We make our software available for all glasses that are out there in the market and more to come and tablets and wearables. So we we are independent of any device. And then we really think through the different sectors, the different verticals. So we have a solution targeted to logistics where we really model the logistics, the picking process in warehouses. And we have reference customers uh, for this. And with them, we develop the solution and we make that available uh, for the broader customer base. And uh, we did the same for manufacturing. Uh, on assembly lines, smart manufacturing. We have the same for uh, service technicians, which is a very, very important field because whenever you have complex machinery, engines, cars, aircraft, elevators, you name it, medical equipment, uh, there is an expert performing tasks uh, at this machine. And more and more, we're trying to establish a process where the real expert can be in a central location, doesn't have to travel, and you can use people which are on the ground uh, and have some expertise and some knowledge as the workers. Um, so these are the, the main um, directions at the moment, logistics, manufacturing, and servicing. Uh, and from there, we will, uh, we'll expand even further. But if you, if you think of a typical enterprise customer of ours, we're actually able to cover most of the functional department and most of the uh, processes already today.
1: All right. Now, right now, on the minds of many here and in the region, are jobs. With your office opening here in Singapore, is this going to create jobs for us here in Singapore?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, So I think certainly we will uh, invest as we go along. Um, uh, We have opened now a a regional headquarter, but the, the goal in mind is, of course, that we put a number of functions here into Singapore, which are then serving uh, all the other markets. Our concept is always that we want to have local salespeople on the ground, so in Japan, China, India, Australia. Of course, that will stay the same. We're also using Adelaide, Australia as a location for our customer service operations, which are sizable. Uh, but when we think about the strategic development of the region, uh, we look at Singapore, the partner development, the ecosystem development, and on that basis, I think we will see uh, increase of workforce and positions here uh, over time as well.
1: Well, we look forward to seeing what Team TeamViewer will do here in Singapore and in the region. And your AR solutions certainly sound very, very exciting to us. We've been speaking to Oliver style. Chairman of the Executive Board and CEO of Team Viewer Oliver, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for the time and for the information. Thank you, Clarissa. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. You're with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm 893.sg or download our audio app.
0: That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.